at LifeCrest, we like to do something special. As you're coming back and finding your way back to your seats, um, at LifeQuest, we try to do something special for uh, new additions to our church family. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Warrens, Amy and Keith, had uh, an amazing, amazing thing happen. Little Wyatt was born, and uh, they were here. Yeah, right? Absolutely. That's worth clapping about. And uh, they were in church with us uh, a Sunday or two ago, and uh, we have a lady at church. And she makes these beautiful little blankets, and she prays over every single one of them. And uh, they were in church, and I turned around like, do we have a blanket? And we didn't have a blanket, so I'm embarrassed. So I quietly tried to get through that Sunday uh, without the blanket. But today we have the blanket for Wyatt. And uh, so we just want to give this to you guys, to this little guy. And uh, if you guys wouldn't mind, we're going to pray a blessing over him and, uh, and these two little monkeys. So I, uh, if you can imagine, imagine the, those two little amazing young guys, uh, Gavin and Bryce, and uh, they were at church on a Sunday morning, and uh, Sunday afternoon, they went home after church, and uh, like it did this past weekend on us at camp, it, it just poured, just downpoured, and uh, you know, this week, Nathaniel and I and, and Nathan and Luke have been, the, the last week was the first session of camp at Camp Hickory Hill, and uh, Nathaniel and I had the privilege of being with the uh, Mighty Men Base Camp, and uh, so we taught the boys what to do if you get lost in the woods, and how do you build a shelter, and how do you light a fire, and I, uh, we taught them how to build shelters out of a tarp, and they built them and then said, can we sleep in them? And I was like, sure. I said, if it rains, you make it wet. We don't care. And Sunday, Saturday morning, sure enough, 5 a.m., thunder, lightning, torrential downpour. And uh, they got a little wet, but not too bad. But you can imagine Bryce and Gavin, and, and it, it, it just downpours, rains like crazy. And out in the street in front of their house, there's this big pothole. And so, you know, the rain stops. And Amy, she's washing the dishes after lunch, and she looks out the window, and she sees Bryce and Gavin playing in the road. And she sees Bryce grab Gavin by the head and dunk his head 
right into the puddle. And so she's like, right, right. I mean, this could really happen. And I'm telling you, Bryce, don't do this. You'll get in trouble. But so she's like, she panics and she runs outside and says, Bryce, what are you doing? And Bryce, Bryce says, Mom, we're just playing church. <laughs> How in the world are you playing church? So well, we're just, I'm, I'm Pastor Rob and, and Gavin is Amir. And, and, I said, and, so what I'm, and, and so what I did was... I, I, I said, we're, we're playing church, and so I'm just baptizing him in the name of the Father and the Son, and into the hole he goes. <laughs> right? It's hard to find a good baptism joke. <laughs> it's hard. This morning, we are just really, really excited to be here. At, uh, at Hamlin Beach State Park for Church at the Beach 2017. And um, I'm excited what God is doing in our church, what God is doing in the lives of these three people that are standing up uh, in front of family and friends and whoever's at the beach and saying, I am a follower of Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. You know, it's interesting um, we don't really do water baptisms. I mean, for us, we do water, baptism, water baptisms once a year. We do it at Church at the Beach. We would do water baptisms uh, more often. Uh, we, have, we have the capability of doing water baptisms year-round. Uh, we are welcome to go do water baptisms over at Cross Point Free Methodist. They have a hot tub, uh, which will be significantly warmer than this. But it's funny because every year when we say, hey, you know, when we find someone who has decided to follow Jesus and we let them know that water baptism is that next step in your journey of faith, uh, they're like, no, I want to wait till church at the beach. And uh, so we're really excited. I was, I was sharing with them, and, and I've shared this before, I think, uh, one of my friends in Bible college, his dad was a pastor, and they lived in Nashua, uh, New Hampshire. And his dad was a stickler for water baptism. And so if you made a decision to follow Jesus, your next thing that you did, the very next thing you did was you were baptized. And so if you gave your heart to Jesus on Sunday morning service, Sunday night, they had a water baptism service. Uh, and they did water baptisms like we do out in public. They didn't have a fancy tank or a hot tub like they have at Cross Point. Uh, and so there was a river that runs through Nashua, and so they would go out there in the springtime and in the summertime and in the fall. And in the winter, if you gave your heart to Jesus in January, they would bust a hole in the ice and you would get water baptized. So, uh, you know, we talk about extreme baptism here. Like you really need to know that you are following, you are decided to follow Jesus in December and January. Anyway, so I'm thankful that uh, we just do water at Church at the Beach uh, just once a year. I was sharing with the, the people that are being water baptized this morning that water baptism is something that we, we take very seriously. And the, the thing about water baptism that is so important is that we first have to have an encounter with Jesus. That water baptism is not what saves us. Water baptism is just a symbolic act. It's an act of worship. We're commanded to do it. But first, we have to recognize something. We have to recognize that God created us to have a relationship with him. That's why we're here. He created us so that we could have a relationship with him. 
But there's a problem. Our sin separates us from God. And every single one of us has sin. At, at Halloween, when we do the, the pumpkin presentation, we, we talk about the, the happy pumpkin that is all cleaned out and has the light shining and the, the unhappy pumpkin. And, and we say inside this pumpkin, uh, all of these seeds are like the sins that every single one of us have. And even just one sin keeps us isolated from God's presence. And paying the price for our sin. And, and, and sin can't be getting rid of You can't eliminate sin. You can't wash sin away by being a good person. You can't have your sins uh, taken care of by going to church uh, or giving money. Or, or, or it's, it's, not an, it's not an equal balanced scale. Like I'm better than that person. Or I haven't done those that many bad things. All we have to have is one sin. And we have all sinned. Right? The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And paying the price for our sin, Jesus died on the cross. He gave his life. He came and lived a perfect life and then took our place on the cross, paying for our sin. And not just that he died on the cross, but he rose again, conquering death, conquering the grave, conquering sin that Sunday morning of Easter, that first Easter. And so the beautiful thing about today is we are celebrating the fact that, that everyone who puts their trust in Jesus Christ, everyone who says, Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner and that you died for me. It should be me on that cross, but you took my place. And so I'm putting my trust in you. I'm asking you to please forgive my sins. When we do that, we get everlasting life. You know, sometimes we think about that, that everlasting life, and it's like, yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, I get to go to heaven when I die, right? And, and so now we just have to live our lives until then, and then we get everlasting life. Then we get eternal life. That's not it. That moment that you put your trust in Jesus Christ, he fills us with his Holy Spirit, and eternal life begins. And now we get to live this life guided by the Holy Spirit, empowered by the Holy Spirit to, to bring that hope and light to other people. And then when we die, we get to go to heaven. So I'm just so excited uh, for Maddie and for Eliana and for Amir, who today are, are choosing to say to their family and their friends, I have decided to follow Jesus. Romans uh, chapter 6 Verses 3 through 6 says this. It says, Or have you forgotten that when we were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we joined him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism, just as Christ was raised, come on, turn the page, raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father. Now we also may live new lives verse 5 he says since we've been united with him in his death we will also be raised to life as he was and we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives we are no longer slaves to sin water baptism is an outward expression of an inward choice that we have made 
Um, I, I, I like the way um, we, we, we talk about it here at LifeQuest, that when, when we talk about the body of Christ, the Bible refers to us, the, the church, all of us, not just LifeQuest Community Church, but every single person everywhere who is a follower of Jesus, regardless of what church you go to, that we are the bride of Christ, and he is the groom. Jesus is the groom, and we're the bride. And I don't really understand how that works. I get uncomfortable thinking of myself in a wedding dress. Um, But spiritually, supernaturally, somehow we are the bride of Christ. And so uh, when, when we put our trust in Jesus, when we ask him, to forgive our sins and, and to be in charge of our lives, that's like getting engaged. When, when we ask the question and we say, yes, I will follow you. And then following the engagement, there's a celebration and there's a service. There's something that happens publicly where the bride and the groom stand up in front of their family and their friends and they say, I am choosing to follow this person, to love this person, to be with this person for the rest of of, their, of our lives. And that's what water baptism is. We're going to get up in front of our family and our friends, and we're going to stand out there in the beach uh, in the water, and we're declaring that I am going to follow Jesus. It's a beautiful picture of... of uh, and then someday... And, and then what happens after the wedding? There's the honeymoon. Before the honeymoon, we know where her mind is. All right. The celebration, right? There's the reception. There's the party. And, and so we're, we're having our worship service this morning, and then we're going to go have our, our water baptism, public ceremony, and then we're going to come back here and we're going to have our, our picnic uh, and, and, and celebrate. But then, again, the same picture that's waiting for us in heaven. So, so today we get to enjoy just a, a little bit of it as we sit around the tables and we eat together and we laugh and we play games this afternoon and, and, and spend time together. It's just a part. It's like a snapshot. It's just a, a shadow of that day when we will all be together at the marriage supper of the Lamb, when we're all around. I, I don't know. You know, you see paintings of these giant tables that like just go into infinity and, and so this table kind of feels like maybe like a, a bit of that table where we will be at the reception, the, the marriage supper of the Lamb, where we are enjoying that dinner with Jesus. Because uh, Jesus says that he won't drink of the cup of the vine again until that day. It's an expression of our union with Jesus Christ and every single one of us that has chosen to follow Jesus, the Bible says that, w- that we should follow his example because he, even he, even Jesus, was water baptized. That it's, it's our responsibility as Christians to be water baptized. Now, it's interesting, again, that the symbol of baptism uses water. Water's powerful, isn't it? We have seen how powerful water can be this year. Water can wipe out foundations. Water can wash away um, entire communities. Uh, when a, when a, the power of a flood comes through, water cleanses, right? I, I had one of my campers uh, this week, and he was coming towards me. We were out in the woods, and he tripped, and he fell, and 
and hit his knee on a, on a stump. And he popped back up, and he's holding his knee. And I was like, what happened, buddy? And he goes, I cut myself. I cut myself pretty bad. And I said, well, let me see it. And I looked, and it didn't look that bad. And he got back to the lean-to, and he showed it to me again. And, oh, yeah, it was, it was that bad. And, and so the first thing we did was we put water on it, right? We washed it out. We washed the, the junk out. Um, water is something that can be an amazingly helpful thing to us, and it can be a powerful force to, that can cause all kinds of damage. The picture of water baptism is, is being buried, that when, when we give our hearts to Christ, we become new people our old self is being submerged under the water. They're being buried under the water. And when we come out, it's symbolic of us being that new person, that new creation that he's created us to be. Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, Jesus said this, he said, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That's like what Gavin and Bryce were practicing, right? Go, therefore, and baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and into the Holy Ghost. No, into the Holy Ghost. In Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12, Baptism is for people, again, like I said before, it's for those who have chosen to follow Christ. And that's why here at LifeQuest, we do not practice infant baptism. Um, and, and I recognize that there are church traditions that do that, and, and that's fine. Um, but at LifeQuest, we believe that, that the Bible says that baptism is for those who have chosen to follow Jesus. And as an infant, you can't do that. Uh, so we dedicate children to the Lord, which Scripture shows uh, Samuel was brought to the temple and dedicated to the Lord. Jesus was brought to the, tab to the temple and was dedicated to the Lord. But Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 and 12 says, When you came to Christ, you were circumcised, but not by a physical procedure. Christ performed a spiritual circumcision, the cutting away of your sinful nature. For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with him you were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Um, you know, I, I have, uh, Ashley, I'm going to tell a joke. Please don't get mad at me. All right? It's a good one. So there's this young kid, and he went to church. He was also, it's probably, it was probably Bryce again. Um, He's at church and comes home, and, and so he wants to baptize something, right? Because he was at church at the beach, and he wants to baptize something, and he gets home, and he's already got in trouble for dunking Gavin in the, pot, in the puddle of the road, so he knows he's not allowed to play in the puddle in the road. But they have three cats, and so they have a kitten, and he baptizes the kitten in the water, and the kitten goes under the water and comes out, and it's, he's like, yes success. Let me try it again. So then he gets their, their, their adolescent cat and, and he takes that cat and he baptizes that cat in the tub and that cat goes under the water and comes back up and he's like, all right, success. I'm like, I'm getting really good at this. 
And so finally they have this old Tomcat, and so Bryce gets the old Tomcat, and he tries to get the Tomcat into the bathroom, and the cat won't go. And, and so then he kind of drags him through the door, and now he's got the tub full of water, and the cat's just scratching him, and, and he's trying his best to get that cat into the water, and it is just tearing him up. And finally the cat gets like a little bit wet, like, like sprinkled just a little bit. And finally he says, fine, just be Methodist, that's okay. <laughs> I love you, Ashley. We, we practice uh, complete uh, immersion baptism, right? Because we think that, that Jesus was immersed in the Jordan River by his cousin John. And it's a great symbol that we were lowered beneath the surface and now we have been raised again. Does it have to be water? Does it? Water is a great picture. I have friends that served in the Gulf War. Uh, and when they got saved in Iraq, uh, there was no water because they were in the desert. And so the chaplain dug a hole in the sand and the guys got down into the sand and they poured a five-gallon bucket of sand over him. Because that was, But he was like, I gave my heart to Christ. I'm choosing to follow Jesus. I want to follow his example and to be baptized, but there's no water. So did that count? Absolutely it counts. Because there's not anything magical about the water. It's about our hearts and our decision to follow Christ. Baptism is not something that we do to earn salvation. We can't, we're not coming to be water baptized so we get to go to heaven. We are water baptized because we have decided to follow Jesus. It's a declaration of, of your salvation. Look at what it says in Acts chapter 8, verses 36 through 38. This is the story of Philip and uh, the guy from Ethiopia. And he finds this guy walking down the road and he's reading out of the scriptures, but he doesn't understand what he's reading. And Philip says, Hey, wh- what are you reading there? And he says, Well, I'm, I'm reading this passage from, from God's word, but I don't understand it. And so Philip explains to him all of the, everything that has happened to Jesus, how he, he came, he lived, he was crucified, he's raised from the dead, and by putting your trust in him, you can have eternal life. And it says in verse 36, it says, As they rode along, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? You can, Philip answered, if you believe with all of your heart. And the eunuch replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. Again, we are just so excited for, uh, for Maddie and for Amir and uh, for Eliana today and their willingness to stand up and say that they are going to follow Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you again for this beautiful day. Thank you for these three who are being obedient to your word. I pray that you would help each and every one of us if we do not have that relationship with you, that today would be the day that like the eunuch, we would say, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And we invite you into our lives. We ask you, please forgive me of my sins. 
make me new. Maybe you're here this morning and you've never done that. You can do that right now with everyone's eyes closed and no one looking around. You're here this morning and you've never asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins. You can do that right now. All you have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me. I recognize that I'm a sinner. Make me new. Father, I pray that if anyone is doing that right now, at this moment, that you would give them the courage to open their mouths and tell someone. They don't have to come up front. They don't have to stand up. Your word says that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you will be saved. So God, I pray that if anyone today is making that decision for the first time, that they would tell someone. They could come and tell me. They can tell Luke or Nathan. But God, that we would be obedient to you. Lord, we pray again for Maddie and for Eliana and for Amir today. Pray your blessing over them as they follow you for the rest of their lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So I'm going to invite Maddie and Amir and Ellie to come up front and give them an opportunity to confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and tell us uh, why they're choosing to uh, be water baptized today. everyone um hello um i've been here before at this church and um i'm 18 years old so i finally made the decision to be baptized um the reason i did this was to have a closer relationship to god to jesus and um for a new beginning um, now that i'll be baptized i'll be following jesus as i was before um just now i'm making that proclamation to everyone and my family and friends and strangers that i haven't met but if you'd like to come up and introduce yourself, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to. Um, ready to make that decision and follow Jesus for the rest of my life. All right, I know Ellie and Amir are like thrilled to do this. They're very excited. Come on, buddy, you got this. he's really nervous but what he just said to me was he wanted to be water baptized because he loves Jesus amen good job alright Ellie came prepared she wrote her thing down you ready 
here's what she wrote. She really knows this too. She wrote, my name is Eliana, and today I am choosing to be baptized because I want I want Jesus to know that I will always love him no matter what happens, and I will always believe and love him. Thank you. All right, so what's going to happen next is uh, we are going to transition to the beach. Uh, normally, for the last nine years of LifeQuest's existence, we've had a mile hike to get to the water. Uh, we're going to be going right over there. It looks like the beach is open. Um, so they're going to go put their swimsuits on. I'm going to go put my swimsuit on. And uh, I have to go talk to the lifeguards and make sure that they're still going to let us do it. So Marsha, come with me uh, so we can coerce the lifeguards if they say no. Um, and we'll meet you at the beach in about five, ten minutes. <laughs>